Hey, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today in our devotional journey through the New Testament, we are in John chapter 14. Now, John chapter 14, it begins with Jesus and him comforting his disciples as he explains to them that he is going away, that he is leaving them, that he's going to go prepare a place for them, and he does not want their hearts to be troubled. This chapter also has uh, the great passage that talks about when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You have this incredible truth of the exclusive claims of Jesus Christ where he says that there is no way to get to the Heavenly Father except through him. But there's another portion of, uh, of John 14 that I want to focus in on today. And this is a, a portion that gives us some, some understanding about the working of the Holy Spirit. You see, part of what Jesus does for his disciples when he is explaining to them that he's leaving and he doesn't want their hearts to be troubled and he wants to comfort them as he shares that he is not going to leave them alone. That he is leaving, yes. That he's not going to leave them as orphans. He's going to come back for them, yes. But in the meantime, he is going to send the Holy Spirit. And we see a handful of descriptions about the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer that I want to encourage you with today, that I want you to consider today as we think about the ancient ways for our modern days. Well, guess what? If you are a believer and if you have trusted in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God dwells in you. The Spirit of God lives inside of us and, and he lives in us for the purposes of God. And I want to look at some of those purposes is here today. And so let, let's jump in. John 14. I want to start in verses 16 and 17, and then we're going to jump ahead. But, but let's begin with this. Here's what Jesus says. He says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, from whom the world, or excuse me, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is great. You know, the, the disciples at this point, when Jesus, in his earthly ministry, the Spirit of God was upon Christ. The Spirit of God was with the disciples as they were with Christ. But Jesus now promises that the Spirit of God is going to come and live inside of the disciples. And this Spirit of God here is described as the helper. It says, even the Spirit of truth. The helper is going to be with us forever, the Spirit of truth, because the Spirit of God, it, it, it guides us in truth. This is what Jesus promises, that the Spirit of God is going to come as our helper. And then additionally, verse 26 Jesus describes the Spirit or the Helper a little bit more. He says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance, remembrance all that I have said to you. <clears throat> Here's one of the, the great roles of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is a comforter. The Spirit of God, it definitely brings comfort. But, but what I want to remind us of today is that one of the main roles of the Spirit of God in the life of the believer is he will teach us all things and bring to our remembrance what Jesus has said to us. 
Now, we know what Jesus has said to us because we have, we have the, the, the word of truth, the, 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 the word of God, the scriptures that we go to, but we read it every day, hopefully. We read it, we think about it, we dwell on it, we learn it, we memorize it, we understand it, but we don't always have the Bible right in front of us. But you know what the Spirit of God does is the Spirit of God brings to remembrance the truth of God as it bears upon our life. You know, this is meant to happen in evangelistic opportunities. When we are talking to someone about the things of the Lord, oftentimes the Spirit of God works in us to, to remind us of Scripture, remind us of the truth of Scripture in those conversations so that we can help someone consider who God is, who Christ is, and what Christ has done. Sometimes this helps us in our battle against temptation. If we are faced with a moment of temptation, if there is a moment where we can easily um, give ourselves to greed or to lust or to anger or to pride, oftentimes the Spirit of God reminds us of the truth of God's Word in that moment to steer us away from, from sin. The, the, the Spirit of God it, it helps us in moments where we're scared when maybe we're overwhelmed by the, the situations of our day. Maybe we feel like there, there's moments of hopelessness or, or we, we've got anxiety building into us because we're, we've got so many things going on in our life and we're, we're anxious and we're worried and we're afraid. The Spirit of God in those moments reminds us of God's truth about how he is sovereign, how he is all-knowing, how he is all-powerful, how he is in control of all things, and he, he is with us in our difficulty. This is how the Spirit of God helps us. Whether it's evangelistically in our purpose, whether it's to face temptation, whether it's in moments of doubt or fear, the Spirit of God is constantly reminding us of what Jesus has told us. You see, the Spirit of God and, and the Word of God, I think sometimes they, they serve as guardrails for the believer's life. See, the more we read the Word of God, the, the more the Spirit of God can remind us uh, in terms of truth in all the different situations in our life. See, the more we read the Word of God, the more the Spirit of God can bring to mind the truth of the Word so that we can bring it to bear in our daily decisions, in the everyday ordinary moments of life, whether the difficulty, whether the opportunity, whether the challenge, whether the, the just moments where we're sitting there remembering the faithfulness of God in our life. These guardrails, the Word of God and the Spirit of God, they keep us from going sideways. They keep us from getting off track. They keep us from losing heart or losing faith. They keep us from um, being overwhelmed with the situations that we experience and giving into temptation, the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Now, if you're a believer in Christ, you have the Spirit of God. What great joy. But, but what you should never do is say, well, you know, I have the Spirit of God, so I don't need the Word of God. That would be a great mistake. That would be a grave mistake. Instead, you should say, I had the Spirit of God, and I want the Spirit of God to have as much Scripture in my mind as possible so that it can constantly be reminding me of truth and helping me throughout my life. See, the ancient way for the modern day for, for this session, it's twofold. 
first is to remember that you have the Spirit of God that dwells in you. I hope you find comfort. I hope you find relief. I hope you find joy in that. But then secondly, it's to remember that one of the chief jobs, that the primary roles of the Spirit of God in your life is to bring to remembrance all the truth you know. And so the second aspect is to it's to know as much truth as possible. It's to allow the words of Christ to dwell richly inside of you. It's to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the, the transformation, the renewing of your mind as the word of God, as it, it, it fills your mind constantly. So yes, you have the spirit, but yes, you also have the word and the spirit wants to use the word to bring it to mind throughout all of your life situations. So today, rejoice that you have the Spirit. Rely on the Spirit, but also dig into the Word so the Spirit can bring more and more truth to bear on your mind. That's our ancient way for our modern day.